Bess Atwell. <laughs> uh, I've been thrown by the name that's appeared on on the uh, on the screen. Um, oh yeah. But I, I won't mention that. Uh, that if you My don't want me to. Real name. That's a real no, name. I mean, I don't mind. Okay, so your real, <laughs> real name secret. is is Bess Hildick Smith. That's the one. Is Bess your real name? Yes. Um, that but, was true. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but you thought Atwell might 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 be a bit easier. I went under Bess Hildick Smith for a while, but just it, it just yeah, it doesn't have a great ring to it. No one really knew what I was saying. And then I tried Bessie, a bit like Brittany. Yeah. And that wasn't great. And then I just made up a surname. Yeah. And why not? That's what a lot of people do, isn't it? It is. And uh, yeah, I think, as you say, Hildick Smith might have been too much of a mouthful and not quite so memorable, I suppose, uh, in some ways, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. It's a great name. I'm not saying that. But it's, no, uh, no. I'm really insulted now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll take it back. Yeah. You should have stuck with <laughs> Hildick Smith. What are you doing? Um. So, so are you based in? You're still based in Brighton. I am, yeah. So, for those who don't know much about you, you're um, an artist based here in Brighton, a singer-songwriter in the in the broader sense of the word, I guess. And uh, you've just released your debut album, uh, which came out. Yeah, uh, yeah, September. September, a few months ago now, and um, you, you're doing some gigs in well, all over the place, but a lot of them have been cancelled or postponed for because of COVID and. You've been looking to do a, um, a gig in Brighton to tie in with the album release, I guess. A proper homecoming headlining gig in Brighton. And uh, finally, it's happening after a couple of postponements. Yeah. Um, yeah. In patterns. Uh, is that still happening? I, I assume it is. It is. Yeah. It terrifying. Is. Hometown yeah. shows are always uh, <laughs> scary. Yeah. Brighton's going to kick off like just a, a little tour for independent yeah. venue week. That's going to be like a week and a half and... I've kind of not really got my head around the fact that we're going because I just assumed it would be cancelled. Yeah. So we're actually doing it. I'm like, oh, you right, are I doing should, it. Yeah. Yeah, I should probably rehearse. Yeah. Uh, so is there a, uh, a band with you? So uh, we did sort of half of the album tour at the end of last year, and I was playing with, uh, I don't know if you can call it a band, it's two other musicians, but they're amazing. They make the noise of a band um so that was with Christopher Matheson my guitarist and Marcus Hamlet who plays everything um and then a few of like these upcoming shows are with both of them and then sort of most of them are just as a duo did you say Marcus Hamlet yes okay he's he's a well-known chap isn't he he's been uh... he really is popular boy yeah I've, I I know of him I'm sure I've met him once or twice this is the kit and yeah. uh, Wilkeman Records and, I don't know, Sons of Noel and Adrian is associated with that. Oh, you know is them? he? Okay. I, yeah, uh, well, I've heard, I've heard of them, but I mean, I know so many people he plays with that yeah. I was kind of shocked, shocked that he wanted to play with me, but there we go. <laughs> no, he's, um, well, he's just, he just obviously loves what he does and uh, he gets stuck in, basically. He really does. Um, so that's great. That's good. So can you, can you give us a little bit of, um, just a bit of background, if that's okay? Yeah. Where where are, you, where are you from originally? Are you Brighton born and bred or from elsewhere? Uh, I'm sort of Brighton bred, I suppose. Um, yeah. I was born in London. I kind of grew up around Cambridge and then moved to Brighton when I was quite young. So I went to school here um, and just thought it was a good place to stay while I pursued music because it's just 
near London, but it's got that slower pace of life and it's just lovely. I was doing that, I was kind of like pursuing music and writing while I was at school and releasing EPs and stuff, which you can't find online anymore. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I did a short stint at uni to study music in Cornwall, but I withdrew after a term because I just kind of figured that I'd rather just go and do it rather than study it. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, just kind of, I had a residency in, do you know the 12 Bar Club in Soho on Denmark Street? I, I do, yes. Yeah, so I, I had a monthly residency there because I had a very old-fashioned manager at the time. Yeah. Um, and so I was sort of going up there every every month and, um, yeah, just sort of just got out there, started gigging, and it's taken a while, but I've kind of got a good team of people around me and, yeah, yeah helped me release music and playing it. <laughs> yeah, brilliant stuff. I just wanted to just double-check. Um, is uh, already always is that your second album uh so it's a bit confusing to be honest because I think it's I consider it like my debut album but I have I have made an album before yeah. um around that time that I was saying I was gigging in Soho and I had a different manager um we we record well like, under sort of his 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 label his little label and an yeah. investor they kind of helped me record a uh a 12 track record um of songs that I loved and I still love but um I was just really young and uh I I didn't quite I was kind of dealing with a lot of session musicians in a studio and trying to you know sort of MD my own record and I think I was just a bit out of my depth and so I would have just done them differently now. Um, so I just kind of wanted a clean slate, but I'll probably release them at some point again. <laughs> yeah. But this, this album already always was, uh, has been released on uh, Lucy Rose's um, label, real kind records, which is connected with communion. If I can get this right, communion being yeah. the label that was set up by uh, Mumford's Ben Lovett. Ben, yeah. yeah. So from what I understand, you basically met her, somewhere and and basically um ended up being on her label is that uh, how it happened yeah. in a nutshell <laughs> in a nutshell yeah um yeah. yeah I was always a big fan of Lucy's and mm. um I just before the like pandemic really sort of hit I was on tour around Europe with uh, City and Colour yeah. and then we played in London and because she'd uh, toured with them before she was there and she came to say hi afterwards and and then we, we I didn't even realize she lived in Brighton but then we went for a coffee in Brighton and yeah, yeah just sort of we were flirting you know <laughs> yeah. dancing around the fact that maybe she might release something on her label yeah. um and then yeah. yeah she she popped to the question um, <clears throat> Good. yeah she's great to work with yeah there's always an element of uh testing and checking and you know <laughs> yeah I think you, you want to make <laughs> sure it's going to work on. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you may think the music is wonderful but if you're not going to get on then that's, uh, yeah. that's something else to consider yeah she was um, just vetting me really <laughs> yeah yeah fair enough um but that's great I think that's really really cool and um so already always is what is basically your your first proper album I guess the first one that's been yeah. released in a, in a in an official capacity and it seems to have um, really caught the imagination. There's, I know there's been a, a lot of uh, interest in it. There's been quite a few reviews and there's been lots of glowing 
positive um, feedback about the album, which um, I would assume that you feel good about that. But before it came out, I, I suppose, because since this is all fairly new to you, relatively speaking, um, it must have been nerve-wracking, I guess. How is this going to be received, you know? Like, I've never really gotten super nervous for releases before. Yeah. Um, and for the singles, it wasn't too nerve-wracking, but I really, like, surprised myself when, I think it was, like, a week before the record came out, how sort of apprehensive I was. And it wasn't it wasn't necessarily, like, really scared of bad reviews or anything. I wasn't expecting any. I wasn't... And yeah. I wasn't really expecting any good ones either. I didn't really... I feel like I, I was writing... Um, what I write for sort of the, the the general public rather than like in a way that I think music critics would particularly appreciate. So I, I just wasn't expecting that and I wasn't really particularly nervous about that. It was just more, I cared so much and, and do care so much about the project. I put so much myself into it and so much work. And um, yeah, it was, it was just a, a strange feeling, the idea that that was just going to be coming out into the world to be sort of, yeah, I think I think I just it meant a lot to me that people would receive it well rather than worrying about criticism, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of <clears> course, <throat> yeah, I do understand that. And I, I suppose some people say they don't mind um, what they like. They like uh, some people have said this before, and I don't know if this is true for you, but they they like either you know great reviews or reviews that really hate something. What they don't yeah. like is sort of <laughs> reviews that sort of say, well, you know, it's okay, but, you know. Totally, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the worst thing the worst thing you can hear if yeah. you've, like, played someone a song is, like, that was that was lovely, that was really pretty. Yeah. Like, I want to move you, or, yeah, I want you, yeah, yeah, just have some yeah. reaction, even though, like, that just sounds really ungrateful. But, yeah, yeah. I think for my first record, I just got uh, a couple of really mediocre reviews. And I was like, I'd, I'd th- yeah, I'd rather just you slate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I guess you're, you're, I guess you're kind of, you've dealt with that now. You've got that album out there. Obviously, a lot of people haven't heard it or heard some of the tracks that haven't been previously released and they want to see you play live. But I'm imagining that you're already thinking about what's next, you know, and uh, what, what have you got? lined up or what are you thinking of or what projects are there in the in the pipeline I am already thinking of I'd like to be able to like just bask in like the sort of having released yeah. this record and but um yeah. yeah it's always like on to the next thing you know you're writing songs regularly is this something yeah, that yeah. comes easily to you and uh, or yeah I tend to go through like um months of not writing and yeah. then a few months of writing you know almost every day and I, I am writing a new record and we, we're talking about sort of who we potential plans for that and uh yeah so we're 100% kind of looking at the next thing the the title of the album already always can you talk about that can you talk about what what that means and and where that comes from if it's referred to in, the, in any of the songs there's no song that's actually called that is there so um no I always find it hard to talk about that concisely just because it it feels like it, it means quite a lot of things um yeah. one of them is I just I just like the sort of the, the the tension between the two words yeah um and how I think a lot of the, the record was about feeling stuck and uh as though you were sort of playing into a dynamic that that 
was already written for you that that was hard to kind of remove yourself from um so i i don't know if that kind of translates to other people but for me though that kind of phrase kind of fit with that idea um but also it was it was taken from a sort of saying that i heard years ago um which was uh, already always listening which uh is a phrase to describe when you, when you know people quite well and they start talking and you kind of, you're not actually really hearing them because you're kind of seeing it through your own um, tinted lens of what you think of that person or, or your own experiences. Yeah. So it was kind of trying to communicate something about the, the disconnection between, you know, desiring, like connecting with people and then also like, but experience only being, everyone's everyone's living life through their own experiences which are often skewed that was a really long wordy way to I need to think of a better way to answer that question that's okay (laughs) yeah and I understand that that's quite difficult to to get your head around sometimes but yeah everybody's got their own unique um they call it lived experiences don't they exactly yeah and nobody has the nobody has the same experiences as somebody else or exactly the same so um yeah and it's that idea of like the there's not actually a, a reality it's getting very like a yeah. philosophical now but yeah yeah that's that's all right I think or <laughs> I think it's just a really striking title and, I, and I've kind of pondered it and I've and mm. um and uh I like it because it does sort of open up to the imagination I think and and interpretation as well yeah, uh, well if you know you. what I mean uh, I hope yeah I hoped it would it would come. yeah yeah sometimes maybe I'll, I'll I don't want to answer that question because I just want no. people to be able to. Yeah, um... yeah. Sorry, you don't have to answer that. Question. No, no. <laughs> it's, it's, I like answering it, but then yeah. yeah, I would. I also want people to feel like they can. Yeah, yeah it's sort of open. Yeah, life is complicated, isn't it? It is. <laughs> Relationships are complicated <laughs> and everything. Um, yeah. So, so obviously, it's a hometown gig, and, and you're feeling perhaps this is a little bit uh, special and. Uh, a bit more exciting and nerve-wracking for you but um I mean how, did you did you do a lot of um small gigs did you ever do the open mic circuit and things like that and uh, uh yeah not not tons I did more open mics in London I think I was yeah. focusing more on like trying to trying to play in London um yeah. kind of when I was cutting my teeth uh but I did play a lot of small gigs in Brighton and still sometimes do like my friend Jacko, his his folklore night. Um, oh, Jacko Hooper! <laughs> yeah, all these people um, I know. Well, I know. Brighton's know tiny. Of, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, I mean, he's he's amazing, and he mm. he's been yeah. running folklore sessions like monthly showcase. Yeah, um, I'm sure you know. Uh, and the Brunswick, uh, a lot of them, isn't it? Or well, various venues around. Well, town. yeah, I think it started at the White Rabbit, and then he was turned it into a promotions company who were putting on shows at the Brunswick and now yeah. he's got his own folklore venue above the quadrant which yeah. is amazing um so yeah stuff like that was like meaningful and um in in kind of creating a community in Brighton and getting up that confidence um so yeah I I, I and I still play folklore sometimes cool good stuff all right well um thanks very much for taking the time and um all right. Thank, oh, thank you very much. Take care and uh, see you soon. You.